0: This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. (laughs) Let's read. (laughs) Alright, Hebrews chapter 4. There are scriptures in the Bible, they appear like contradictions. And one of them we're about to read tonight, Hebrews 4, verse 1. <laughs> Everybody read the first part together. Have you read fear not in the Bible before? So, on one side, the Bible says fear not. Now, it's like Paul is begging, or whoever wrote this part of Hebrew. I'm told that scholars uh they differ on who wrote hebrew. Some said Paul, some said some other people, some said Apollo, some said but Bar- whatever. We shall know we have the book of Hebrew. Now the Bible says, fear not, but then the writer is appealing to us that let us therefore fear. Can you say that to your neighbor? Fear. Say, brother or sister, let us fear. <laughs> <laughs> Telling that even though the Bible says fear not, but I'm telling you right now, the Bible is also saying, Let us fear. fear. Mm. What is the reason? This screen is off, please. Lest a promise be left of us of entering into his rest, any of you shall seem to come short of it. So there is a promise about entering his rest. But the Bible says, if care is not taken, if you don't fear, you might come short of the promise, even though the promise is yours. That automatically tells us that promises are never final. God on his part gives a promise, but a man can walk in it or not walk in it. Is that clear? God bless you. You can have your seats. Again, many people have been taught that Old Testament. And I've said the same thing myself before. That Old Testament, they fear God. New Testament, we are just not to fear but to love God. But that is not 100% correct. Now, this is New Testament. The Bible says, let us therefore fear. Why? The promise being been left of us. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. I want us to read again. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established, every truth. Hebrews 12. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us receive, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably. What is the next word there? Now, some have said that the fear the Bible is talking about is reverence. They are partly correct. But in this passage, the Bible talks about the two as two different things. Let us serve God with reverence and with godly fear. That means God must be feared. Not as you fear snake or lion. Hallelujah. that means you have set him apart you have magnified him and you bow in honor as a matter of fact if there is something that we should talk about more in the body of Christ right now is the fear of God the more believers multiply the more many don't fear him you can be a Christian and not fear God and there are many Hallelujah. But the Bible is calling us to something. Let us therefore fear. This story, of course, if you read further, it begins talking about the children of Israel. But the chief among them was Moses himself. Now, last week we ended reading uh, Numbers 12. That the Bible said there was not a prophet. God gave the testimony himself. He said, if there is anyone among you, let's read again Hebrews 12, that passage, that there's any prophet among you, I the Lord, I reveal myself to him, in visions, in dreams, he said, but it is not so with Moses, in other words, I have rated Moses above prophets, other prophets I showed them visions, Moses I talked to face to face, another dimension, God was giving a testimony about Moses, With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even as apparently, not in that speeches, and the spirit of God shall it be old. Wherefore, why are you not afraid to talk against Moses? Then in Deuteronomy chapter 34, when Moses finally died and Joshua took over, the Bible gave a testimony again about Moses, that since that time, there has never been any prophets. There is a reason why I'm giving you Moses' CV. So that to an extent you can understand an aspect of God that many believers don't. Now, in chapter 12 of Numbers, God himself said, if I raise a prophet, I show him visions and dreams. He said, but I have passed that level with Moses. Moses, I talk to face to face, mouth to mouth. He said, it does not seem dark figures. It be all the similarities of God. It is the time that I will call unto the mountain and retain for 40 days and 40 nights and you watch me write on the 10 commandments, my finger on a stone. Moses, Korah rebelled against Moses, and Moses said that if these men die, come on death. Before I feel the ground, open and swallow them. What a man! God was angry one time. He said, "I was going to wipe out the entire Israel." And Moses said to God, "That you have forgotten. What will the Egyptians say if you kill all of them?" And the Bible said God repented. Ah, God said, "This boy, shall you, for- you, you, you You, don't want me to." Moses was that worthy in God's eyes. Now the Bible said this about him in that uh, Numbers, uh, sorry, Deuteronomy thirty, Deuteronomy thirty-four. Please, thank you. So Moses died. I want what the Bible says about it. That says that time there was not a prophet. What verse ten? Thank you. Give me verse ten, and there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. That's powerful. Uh, I don't know wrote the concluding part. This one, Moses wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. They are called the five books of Moses. But of course, he died in chapter thirty-four. So somebody must have wrote the concluding part. Moses was so full of grace, full of life. I told you before that death couldn't kill Moses. One twenty was he climbing mountain. So God Himself had to kill Moses. Hallelujah. He told him to go to a mountain and he said, look round," And he said, die. Then Moses said, yes, sir, I die. Then he died. Now he died. Hallelujah. (laughs) And the Bible said, God buried him himself. What was between this guy and God? And now the Bible is saying that since that time, no matter, some things, some things, some things. This will give you rest. Come on to me, when you hear that labor. Some things are given, some things are sought. If certain things are not given to them, there's nothing we can do about it. You know, I see people. You know, I've met people before I've done forty days with Jews only, and after their forty days, they can't see Hellenic. A man can receive nothing. That is not to believe too fast. We fast, we should fast. But I'm just saying that. At times, human beings love to think you can impress God. If certain things are not given to you, they are not given to you. God will anoint people to be able to bring worship and sing. You can compete with them till forever. You can't match up with them. Because if it is not given to you, it is not given to you. That word given is very powerful. You can't accuse God. One of the reasons why all nations will bow to the Antichrist. It is given to him to rule for three and a half years. Because it is given, he must conquer everybody. It is given. You can't fight what is given. Are you with me? So, other prophets can try. They could have tried. They could go to Mount Oreb and sit down. After all, Elijah 2 did 40 days on Mount Oreb. But that didn't get him face to face with God. Because God chose Moses. There is something in God that is called the election of grace. It is not of him that run it. Romans 9. it is not of him that will it. It is of God. Certain things, it is God. He will just make a choice. That among all of you, I have chosen this guy. Activists don't like it, but there is nothing they can do about it. People like to be righteous. Equal, no. Everybody is equal. There's nothing you can do, but choices are made. That was what Pele's father told him when he was a young boy. He dribbled everybody on the field, and he dribbled everybody, got to the goal, but instead of scoring, dribbled them back, dribbled again and scored the goal, and was taunting them. And the father told him that talents given by God are to honor people and thank God. That you are not better than them. It was just given to you. Others will train and train, yet they can't catch up with you because it is given. And in every field of life, there are icons like that. Do exercise till you your head turn gray. When they come in and practice a little, they are ahead of you. It is giving. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. You know, you to watch us in boats. It's only towards that finishing line, it will slow down, be looking at others. Everybody tried, it. you know, you you will you will do exercise more than you do everything but you just have to understand what you are not asking is what is given to you that you are not looking at you are looking at others who are shining what is given to them he has never sent anyone into this world without giving some people it is given to them to be loyal followers to help leaders to achieve without them leadership is impossible a leader will fail the guy will make a mistake when he tries to be a leader himself. His glory is in following. That's the kind of person like Aaron. I still read about them today. Pastor Billy was telling me that Father Nash, that used to so intercede for Charles J. Finney, had church. The church just never grew past 50 people. But when he met Finney and became Finney's intercessor and he closed down the church, the old one knew about Father Nash. There are many, what I've just said now, should go to many leaders. I don't mean an instant, but there are too many people. Who are doing things to be known. And that is not the area of their calling. Everybody will know about them. If they cancel what they are doing and join something. But everybody wants his name on something. This is one of the reasons why I respect so much. A man of God called David Abuye. Yeah. Bishop Abyoye say many people i walk say that. If I can have Abuye in my ministry, I will be better than you, David Many people. Because this is one man. As an assistant. Till the last time I saw it, was still saying that even though I passed about 40,000 in Gushin Abuja that my assignment is to serve Bishop with That If they ask me to choose between 50,000 church and sitting down Bishop ben in the office, helping him, say, I will choose sitting down. That's what God told me. It's another assignment that is telling me to go and pastor each other. I just want to be around him. Yes. But the grace on the man In that kind of truth it's not very common in the church where everybody wants to shine. But how many geos have 40,000 in their church? How many geos? The choir in Goshen, Abuja, atom, choir alone. There are more than many churches in Abuja. A man can receive nothing. I I I know this, what I just said now. We go around. It it will bless some, it will anoint some people. Because we all love our name to be on something. That's why I say we talk. I, I don't mean insult. I love the body of Christ. I'm also a pastor. Because when I talk, people say, what about you? Are you not a pastor? You are right. I'm also a pastor. But he said that this is possibly one of the reasons why we have four churches in one building. And after years, you ask that. What is different about what you have started? Nothing. Why did you live where you were before? Where you could have so many things. So many things. Have you noticed that groups, even secular singers, once they start as a group, 80% of them, the moment they split and they start singing, they go down. Some people will shine as a solo singer. So people, put the is in that there must be three or four. If they separate and go solo, they go down. Are you, are you with me? People must recognize these things. All of you, I know names are in here. You know groups in Nigeria. Both gospel and uh, that's not gospel. Once they go alone, they go solo. They can share for them, they go down. But it won't be like when they were together. Because some people, the grace is that alone, right? So it comes out with this, but for some other people, they have to remain as a group for them to shine. Once they split that group, they split, they just go down. Did somebody get from something that I just said now? Hallelujah. So Elijah tried but no. When T.D. is talking to blacks, you, you can't match him. I watched opera, opera with when he when he started, it was touching to the They not believe me. You can't match. It's the truth. I was in Jealousist church one day and he said, well, he said, we are still begging to come to our church one day. Because wherever he appeared, the whole black community will fill the church. When he begins to say, what are you are going through? Your mess will become a message. You're not, you're not. <laughs> it's not my own favorite preacher, but I'm amazed. You know, I always appreciate how, when God is in people that are different from yourself. It's amazing. Are you following me? A man can receive nothing. And then you watch jealous saying, Do you receive it? I like to start with something funny. <laughs> and he says the most listen to free it's, it's amazing. Then you come to Joyce Meyer, Just simple things of life. Simple things. A child tried to invite her in Nigeria. They showed the child that three years ahead, she's booked for the next three years. If she preaches someplace in Nigeria, people will be sleeping. Because she's just talking about, you know, and then she will tell you a story, and then another story, and then she likes all this new, new living translation, and those translations, they are not deep. It's not King James. <laughs> God is awesome. Are you with me? Let's go back to Moses. So, this is God's testimony about Moses. But I want to show you a dimension of God that will make you fear God. So, Sir like God said, Nobody like Moses. Then, when he died, the writer said, There has never been any prophet like Moses. But I want to show you something. You know what killed Moses? Exodus seventeen six. If you know God, you will fear Him. Which will mean, and I might break it down further, and I say, you won't. When it comes to God, the way you act when it comes to God, even things that you say. Behold, so there was no water, and they were complaining. I will stand before thee upon the rock in Ori. Thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of that the people might drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. Next verse. And he called the place Massah, Meribah, because of the chiding, and because the temple Lord says Is the Lord among us. Okay. So, the Lord said, I'm going to stand on top of the rock. And then you smite the rock and water will come out. And that was what happened. Now in Numbers chapter 23, Hallelujah. Oh, sorry, Numbers 20. Let's start from around verse 13. From 13, sorry. Numbers 20, 13. This is the water of because the children of Israel and it was sanctified. Next verse. Um, no. Go up. Go. Let's start from around the verse 8. Verse 8. Take the rod and gather the assembly together. Thou and Aaron thy brother and speak ye unto the rock. The first time God said. So the first time there was no water. God said that I'm going to stand on top of Oreb the rock and you shall smite the rock. That was Exodus when he just left Egypt. Few days or few months after leaving Egypt. Few years after that, there was no water again all of a sudden. This time, God said to Moses, Go, speak ye unto the rock before their eyes and he shall give you water. The first time, smite the rock, it will give you water. Second time, God says, Speak to the rock. Next verse. And Moses took the rock from the Lord as he commanded him. Next verse. (laughs) Then August started getting angry. And Moses gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said, Hear now, ye rebels. Anger. If God has not worked on your ability to be patient, don't seek for leadership position. If they give it to you, reject it. People will wear you. You see how many people on Facebook today who now hate churches because somebody offended them in the church. I believe offense will take more people to hell than fornication. Offense. Offense. An average Christian in Nigeria has attended service, all, what? Service is like they are in a church waiting for the day they will offend them. Then they will pack their bag. You can't be in a family and not be offended. Jesus said it is impossible. He said offense will come. It will come. But you don't have to accept it. You know how many times they offend me in this church? Sam still did it on Sundays. If I want to get angry, I will, if I, will, I will get angry every minute from the moment you drive into the compound. Just find yourself shouting. But God forbid I don't do that. Offense. So, are you saying your siblings have never offended? What about your parents? Why, they, when it is short, people just say, ah, no, 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 there they go. Many people will walk away from where God has planted them, and they are hearing me all over. It's not the church, all over the world, because of offense. Offense. And Satan has mastered this very well, that it always happened to Christians. Some, they set up a committee, and then, you know, I was shocked. After this, he told me about uh, uh, the new film, Enoch, Pastor Deboe's movie, The Man So I decided to watch it, like yesterday, in the middle, and I was shocked. Even though Baba had announced in America, he called Pastor Debo in and they pray for that. This is my successor. When he died, and they mentioned other Pastor got angry and left. This man, You know, when I got that point, I paused the screen and I was thinking. Redeem was not up to 700 people worldwide that time. The entire members were all over the world. They not up to 700. You saw the building. That was a small people, maybe like, I you was know, like 70, 80 people. If those men knew that this guy that God chose, in a few years, you'll build a city. If those men were there, some of the elders in the Bible, there's no elder suffering. If they knew that this church will be so mighty, and that you, by being an associate, the kind of grace, power, and blessing you walk in. But they got angry, and they let, they got up, and they walk out. And I was I, I like, that was how it happened. Offense. From when I was in U.I., the time of handing over is always a very dreadful time. Yes. Once they finish calling the list as people are not there, the Lord must speak to them. to so go to another place. Ah, may the Lord, I sat down in this office one day and somebody sent me a message that you've been a blessing to many people God has told me to start a ministry. You must be the one to preach at the commissioning. The way he scribbled out those words, it touched me deeply. He so said, I got your number from your, your first brother, our firstborn. I said, okay, I will get back to you. That's why it's always good. We'll go back to what he said. I should always pray by every decision. In all, oh, you always acknowledge him. He will direct your path. I put my head on the table, and I just started praying It us a little... All I had my my is I call your secondborn, your second brother, and ask him about it. So I told my brother, I said, do you know this name? He said, what happened? I know him. I said, he's he's starting out somewhere in Lagos and he wants me to come and do the commissioning and everything. My brother said, go, go. Go and get yourself into trouble. I said, what happened? And he told me that the senior pastor he was with, a popular pastor in this Lagos, this guy, on a Sunday afternoon, he was one of the staff of the church, he came back to the church, broke into the office and stole money. And the pastor, you know, the pastor is a radical pastor that many of you know, but he was so angry and he said that the person that took the money will run mad in three days. So the guy came back Monday. When the, because the pastor so much loved when the pastor said, no, 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 I don't want to see you now. He said, I'm angry, I'm angry. You saw what happened yesterday now? He said, Sir, that's why I'm here. I said, What happened? Sir I was the one that did it. And the pastor looked at him and said, You know what? You are suspended from office and they'll just go, home. no police against you, but just go for a while. That go for a while, sir the Lord called him to be a pastor. You know, I feel sorry for a lot of saints, the way they carry their head go. Never be part of anything that you don't. The Bible says, "Test every spirit. Ask questions and check very well. Especially If you have a family, you are taking your family to a church that you don't know anything about. Say because it's calling number, calling names. Soothsayers can do that. Witches can do it better. The gifts are real. But you see, right now, as it is in the country, you don't know who is who. You have to really pray and let God guide you. I get what I'm saying. I've been wanting along this life for you because some of the things, and then when you do not get to trouble, then they start calling. Some of the things that people have gotten into. Imagine. So I would have appeared on that guy's post, poster all over Lagos, and they would think that he shared the money with me. May the Lord guide us always. Then I sat down and I said that someone that should be somewhere repenting is starting. It's starting. It's a bit hard for me to talk about how we should be careful when it comes to starting. I am grateful to God that we didn't break from any church. From serving in NNPC, Kaduna. the Lord spoke to me about, I never lived I grew up in Abelkuta to come here. So I was never part of anywhere where we had to live and I pulled people. No. I came here because of this mission, and we started as prayer meeting, and then we. Were, so I, I, have never been a part of split in any church to now come and start something that you see God has spoken to me. I'm going no. Yeah, so the six months before we started, the one year, like we were praying every evening, and I would attend any church I like in the morning. because I just didn't want to stay at home in the morning, so I would never. So by the grace of God, we did not break from somewhere to come here. Isn't that wonderful? All I knew before God told me to start was campus fellowship. And also that one too was an interdenominational fellowship. So I've never been a denominational person. So there's no man or God that, that would look at me and say, that guy, he took some of my, my members in the church. I, God, thank God that day happened to me. Yeah. I have seen the pastor who started having a meeting, an associate with some people in the church in the south. And then they, he told them to be drawing more and more people from the church until they grew so large, then it went I have seen a pastor before, I a no pastor traveled, and when a pastor arrived, he sent SMS to people in the church that they just got a new venue. They thought it was the same church. And when they went there, put in. I have seen all sorts. And in these places, there are fantastic choir, fantastic instrumentalists, and everything going on. What would be the end of such a ministry? The law doesn't start with trick. It's not a trick, master. Are you with me? When he is a part of a ministry and God calls him, he will let the people know they should release him and pray for him. Then he can go. Yes. That's the proper way. Are you with me? Why am I getting into all these things? Ah, I have to stop. Is somebody blessed tonight? Let's finish Moses. <laughs> you, so he said, you rebels... Must we fetch water out of this rock? Never get offended. Moses was angry; he lost it. Look at the next thing he did. So when he saw the people, you don't even address God's people like that. Here you are. You You look at this red bush. This this. And he said, "So you want us to get water from you again from the rock?" And because of that, Moses lifted up his hand with the rod and he smote the rock twice. What did the Lord say he should do? And water came out abundantly. And the congregation drank and their beasts also. Look at the next verse. And the Lord spoke to Moisa and Aaron and said, because you believe me not, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Ah. I vowed, may God help me not to stand before an unbeliever and begin to talk down on church even when some Christians are miserable, I I always sanctify this name of Jesus before people. Look at what God said. You you did not sin against me directly. People were watching. You did not sanctify me before. In other words, you, you, you rubbish my name before people. Because his name must be hallowed. Even as I talk, it will annoy some people. They will go, months Hear me that right? You must share our truth, see our truth, and then they say your truth. Nobody's stopping you. Why? You know, there are people who don't go to church, not because anything has happened to them, but the report they are getting from some people about church. Yes. There are people here today. It took them a, a few months. They observed us, but I knew they were watching us. Some that I knew. And I understand. Many times I greet people here in this job by saying, i five to them. And when you meet somebody, they want to greet them. They you know they sh- see this brick wall. One or two people spoke to me later. Oh, I was raped by the pastor. I said, I understand. I understand thoroughly. If a pastor had done that before, come on say, demand that you should guide yourself next time. Because to them, they just think that all these men, when they start greeting, <laughs> I understand. What is going on in some people's hearts is that church is a place where when you enter like this, They collect every money from your pocket. That is the way some people report church on social media. All those pastors, they are all, all of them are thieves. Then you hear some people say, Oh, their pastors are buying jets. How many pastors have jets? If we are over 50,000 pastors, those who have jets are not up to 20. There are not up to 20 people that, and that is equal to 100,000 people. Say their pastors are riding jets. I don't have a jet. Or somebody said yes. <laughs> I don't I don't have any problem with it. If people travel to a point where they have to travel every now and then, if I if I if God blesses me enough, if I didn't have one, I would have bought one for him. At his age, it's traveling up and down. Up and down. You see, at a point, commercial will force you, if you can afford it to get one. Because he said they will mess up what you are doing. Pastor Ramaku was saying that one when they went into her in uh, airport, she said it in anger. A very soon will be criticizing sure. They say, Look, let me have one, I'll buy one. There is a way they were, and I just know that. And from about the day it happened, I think they said that uh, two states in America, 80,000 people waiting in the crusade. The pastor felt like he used his name to lie. But the way it's coming, the mayor of the town was there. And in the state he was coming from, they just canceled the flight. What are you going to do? You can't really gather 80,000 people who travel all over, pay for hotel. You'll romp the reputation of the pastor that invited you. And all these people talk. They are okay with a 25-year-old musician who travels once in a while. It's okay. But if it's an 80-year-old pastor, there's a problem. Pastor Kumi went to do a crusade somewhere. A limo dropped him and somebody started talking. I will show the guy in his post. I was ailing a musician, 29 years who came down from a limo. He says to so 83-year-old man, more like about Kumi, I haven't God all his life this far. And the limo was not. Somebody just, somebody with sense of honor said that I must not let this man let me carry. So let me tell you the truth. However you look at it, poverty is a cause. <laughs> After years of abusing Kenechopla and prosperity, it showed them when they were b- buried, and Kenechopla told them how much Kenechopla was giving to their crusades. And at many times his aircraft were easy to lift things then somebody of the could not talk again because the man will not come and say this is what I do with this. So all this coming to Africa spending millions and not raising offering you don't have some people you abuse it and the ones giving to him. And Jesus wondered that your right hand must not say what your left hand is. I mean, see poverty is bad, period. And people want churches to be poor. But we will not be poor. If we see abuses we should correct it. But that doesn't do away with people. I mean, are you with me? Praise the Lord. Oh dear Lord Jesus. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So Moses out of Aga. And God said, you did not sanctify me for. Give me that scripture. And let's pray. And God said something. This is why he said, anyone who knows God. Therefore you shall not bring this congregation into the land which I've given them. Period. I mean God just said it like that. Next verse. And then they went to some other things. Next verse. Now, I want to show you something. In Deuteronomy, now this is number. Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 23. Let's read. Something will shock you. Moses, after some years, tried to parley God. They were having victory upon, if we start from verse 1, they killed all the king of Bashan, king this one, and they were having a nice time. And mostly just, oh okay, uh, God, oh joy, I want to say that day. Can you please, I besought the Lord at that time, saying, next verse, oh Lord God, thou hast begun to show thy servant, thy greatness. Oh Lord, we see your power. He said, we are getting close to the land you promised, and victory is beginning to come. Thy mighty hand. He said, there is no God in heaven or not like yourself that can do according to your words. Who was praising God. I pray thee, let me go over and see the good that is beyond Jordan, that godly mountain, and Lebanon. He said, Josiah, please. Even if just to cross and see. But the Lord was wrought with me for your sake, and will not hear me. The Lord said to me, let it suffice thee. Speak no more unto me of this matter. After this, Moses never begged again. He knew the one that spoke. Verdicts: God is not a man that should lie. Neither is a man that should repent. In some cases, Moses prayed with him. He pardoned the people when he got to Moses. He said, with what you did on that day. You are still my choice servant, but the line is drawn. Oh, you are not entering that place. And he said, don't talk about it again. Let this be the fourth and the last time you beg me. My mind is made up. Punishment, you are not going in. Accept. He said, better begin to prepare Joshua. Now, this is the funny thing. Sir, so, this was the guy that was talking to God face to face. And his face to face encounter with God could not change God to change his mind. The Bible says, "He that thinketh his standard. When God elevates you, fear him the more. Now, this is a it's just not in the it's an advice. When he, de- when he blesses you and you have all the fantastic furniture, learn to come down from them when you are worshipping him and go on the floor. Never become CEO that others stand before. And even when you thought you you crossed leg and you are just. It's not a sin to do that. But you see, dishonor can begin unconsciously. That means the attitude must be to sanctify him at all times. That when you hear that name God, your reaction is different than God. Look at our generation. You'll see the absence of the fear of God. We will talk about the physical aspect of it. Who are you when nobody's watching you? It's not about reputation. Who are you when nobody is watching? Nobody sees. It's just you alone. Anyone who understands what I've said now, you can never tell a lie. It will be better for your reputation to be rubbish, but your relationship with him to be maintained than to severe fellowship because you want to maintain your reputation. Ah, no, I didn't do it. What you knew that you did? Ah, no, no, no. I mean, I, no, 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 not me. The fear of God. You are alone at home with an opposite. That's not your wife. And you let this thing get, guide you. Nobody is seeing us. Somebody you are dating has come to visit you. Or oh, in our church, there's no sense before Mary. You are sitting down. Can that fear guide you to know that? Yeah, we are told it's my home. She is here, but you see, no. The fear of God—that was what Joseph said to the to Mrs. Potiphar. He said it is oh, It is true. We are the doing it. How can I do this? This sin against God. You know, I fear God. Even though nobody is seeing us, nobody might report to me, but somebody is seeing, I cannot. I cannot. How you get to what I'm saying? I cannot. We can't talk about Bible anyhow. You know, years ago, we were having a get-together in the church or something, and a comedian came, and he says, from that day, I shut down comedy, comedian coming to church. There's nothing wrong with you watching comedy or come there for There's nothing wrong. But once a comedian uses the Bible, I'm out. You, you have lost me. You can play about many other things. Scriptures that some people die for us to have. They burnt a whole family alive for holding the Bible, for keeping it for us. Now we have it. Somebody's playing comedy around Bible. This is where I respect the other religion. Play around their holy things and pay for it. And there are Christians there, you are clapping. Somebody is desecrating the world. Even they play jokes around God and Jesus, and you are enjoying it as a Christian. Your money is involved, you are going towards such. Remember, I said there's nothing wrong with comedy, but tell them stay away from holy things. You can joke around every other thing, I will laugh, but don't go to holy things. Don't go to the word of God. Don't go to that arena. Don't. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Let's rise. I will stop here today. Oh Lord Jesus. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Do you know, as we teach this and spread around our nation, you don't even need a president to change the country. There is nothing a president or a governor can do without people. So if you are the finance commissioner, you are this, you are that, you are this, and you refuse the, to carry out any order that is against the constitution. And there are many people like you in all the cabinets. Even if a person is a god, he cannot. I get what I'm saying. Yes. This has to come back. This has to come back. This is what has made it very easy. For us, by the grace of God, it is too easy for me to apologize when I'm wrong. And many of you can tell. People walk up to me in church and say, Pastor, I greet you. Are we immediately? You, you don't do, when I see all these things, and that's why people carry to marriage to say sorry when they, are, they know they are wrong is a problem until the marriage scatters. And check what? They both pray in tongues. You are are going into serious arguments against your spouse, against your wife and you know you are wrong. But they've told you, you don't say sorry. Inside you know that what you are arguing about, you created the whole problem. But you, oh that's it rough. And in the evening you are still coming to church to pray. And I've seen people do this. Now is it difficult to say sorry? Does that reduce you to anything? Why you need to say sorry? Say sorry. (laughs) Hallelujah. Help me get this message out to people. Believers across the nation, across the world, must fear God again. We must hold him in our esteem. We must reverence God. It must show in everything we do. Yes. People might have overstretched it. I learned that the Jews, when they were transcribing the Bible, the Old Testament, every time they came across the name God, they would go and have their baths several times before writing God. Yes. All the Jewish rabbi, when you ask them to write the name of God, Yahweh, either before they write Yahweh or after that, they would go and have your, their, their baths several times before writing Yahweh and then destroying the pen. Yahweh, the name is too holy to write. It's also why certain people before they pray, they wash certain part of their body. That's not what I'm saying. Now, it's the outward stuff of it. No, that's not what the Bible is saying. But even though we have knowledge, but we must honor God. We must honor God. That's why you can't even swear by His name. God. No. Jesus said, When you pray, Our Father who art heaven, he what's the next thing? Hallowed be thy name. It's the reason why there is lack of power in our midst many times. We have to, we commonize God. I used to know a man, he used to go to a particular church. He was not a real Christian. And he did, he was telling the pastor, he was not a good church because of his wife. So I was a Christian, I was not, and everything. But God was always promoting this man. One day I had the opportunity of talking with him, and he told me something. He said, I have never entered a church with my phone in my hand before. A top government official. He said, I honor God. He said, when I get to the door of the church, i remove my cap, remove my phone, and put them in the car. He said, even though I'm an ungodly man, I recognize that this is the presence of God. Some Christians during service are chatting. Then you are praying that God should lift you up. You are, ch- you are sending a mail during service. They don't receive a knock on your head. Yes, worship is going on. You are there typing things. Especially if you don't have a car. If you have a car, why can't you leave your phone inside your car? If it's in a secure area, keep it somewhere. Why must you bring it to become a distraction to you? You are in a church and you are watching YouTube. Watching Instagram. Replying a friend. And the service is going on. And when they raise the song, you join them. Your name. Hello, baby. What about when you are praying? Do you switch off your phone or put it on silent or vibrate so that you can pray? Ordinary American embassy, you go there. You submit your phone. There's no phone, no uh, smartwatch, no other thing you go comply. British stuff, you go there. You submit all your stuff. DSS stuff, you don't go with phone. Even when we want to collect plate number to a car, you'll stay outside. You, you comply. But when they tell you in church that keep your phones and you are the first to get angry and write on social media, a church, a prison, kilo de Papa. This is our generation for you. Every other place, they honor all other rules. When they come to church, they don't want to honor the rules. In American embassy, they arrange you chair by chair. How I many of you understand what I'm saying? If you have been there before, once a group will move, another group will sit there, and everybody will sit where you should sit. Then in the church, Anosha says this way. You do like this. No. <laughs> and the God of heaven is watching. And you show a sign of anger that this is where I want to sit. But every other place you sit where? You enter a place, you have your seat number, and you go there where you belong. When you come to church, that thing enters you that whatever they tell you, you should do the opposite. Brethren, correct it. Whether you are here listening to me or watching me online, correct it. Correct it. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, Lord. We receive with meekness your word. Grant us grace to walk in the reality of these words that we have heard tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Help us to be doers and not hearers only. In Jesus' mighty name. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless